What do you like doing best in the world, Pooh? Well, said Pooh, what I like best. And then he had to stop and think, because although eating honey was a very good thing to do, there was a moment just before you begin to eat, which was better than when you were, but he didn't know what it was called. And then he thought that being with Christopher Robin was a very good thing to do, and having Piglet near was a very friendly thing to have. And so, when he had thought it all out, he said, What I like best in the whole world is me and Piglet going to see you and you saying, What about a little something? And me saying, Well, I shouldn't mind a little something. Should you, Piglet? And it being a hummy sort of day outside and birds singing. Does your relationship with food feel light and delightful, like how Pooh describes it? Or does it often feel confusing or heavy sometimes? Hi, friend. Sometimes for things to really make sense in the real world, it helps to take a step back and look at it with a totally different lens. Or like in today's episode, a whimsical one. Did you know your relationship with food is supposed to feel good and easy? Are you aware that our culture promotes many unhealthy beliefs around food and making it hard for you to have a light and easy relationship with food? No matter how you answered these questions today, you are in the right place. If food does feel good and easy, then Pooh Bear's wonderful wisdom will continue to support that healthy relationship with food. But if you thought, no, I don't have a good and easy relationship with food, then you are also in the right place. Your relationship with food doesn't have to stay the way it currently is. Change is possible. You can cultivate and grow a healthy relationship with food that brings joy, peace, freedom, and takes care of your body and health all at the same time. Does this sound like something you want to explore? Are you not sure where to start? Then I invite you to join me today in the 100 Acre Wood for some whimsical wellness wisdom that can start to change everything with your relationship with food. Despite being a bear of little brain, Pooh really gets food. I mean, really gets it. His philosophy behind food shines through the entire 100 Acre Wood and is so beautifully represented it often gets overlooked. Together, let's discover six ways this bear of little brain may actually have a really smart brain when it comes to food. Time for something sweet, Pooh said. Pooh honors his cravings. Your body is really smart, and learning to trust this truth is one of the first steps to changing your relationship with food. Cravings are not problems to be solved but information to use to take care of yourself and what your body needs to keep feeling good and to overcome hard moments in life. Did you know that cravings are actually your body's innate wisdom communicating with you? Don't believe me? Here are just a few examples of the science behind cravings and how they are actually helping you, not sabotaging you. When I say the word cravings, one of the first things that comes to mind for many people is chocolate. Women do crave chocolate. Unfortunately, due to our cultural's limited understanding of food, women have been taught to see this as a problem. 
However, craving chocolate is not a problem to be solved. In fact, it's a gift to be grateful for. Chocolate isn't just delicious, it also happens to be very rich in magnesium, especially dark chocolate, which contains 64 milligrams of magnesium in a one ounce serving. That's 16% of the recommended daily intake. Magnesium is an extremely important mineral. It's involved in hundreds of chemical reactions in your body and helps you maintain good health. But many people don't reach the reference daily intake of 400 milligrams daily. So, if most people are not meeting their magnesium needs daily, doesn't it make sense that you might crave chocolate often as your body tries to find ways to get you to eat the foods it needs to function its best for you? This is especially true during your menstrual cycle, where you need even more magnesium to reduce cramps. Explains a lot, right? And who hasn't craved a potato chip on a stressful day? Yep, potatoes. Good old-fashioned carbs to calm that stress state and beat anxiety. Healthy carbohydrates are our lifeblood. Our bodies and our brains prefer carbohydrate sources as fuel. In fact, every cell in our body needs glucose. That's 37.2 trillion cells that need glucose. After a stressful day, you've burned through a lot of it. Not only do those stores need replenishing, but when you eat carbs, you lower your cortisol, which leaves you relaxed. This effect is most helpful later in the day when we are trying to unwind before sleep. Trust me, your body knows you need to sleep, and it knows that carbs help to get you sleepy by reducing cortisol. This effect is just one of the reasons why many people find themselves in the pantry late at night especially depending on what was or was not on their plate for lunch and dinner. These are just two of the top villainized cravings in our culture, and there are so many more. Now bring to mind some of the situations where you may have had guilt about honoring your cravings. Visualize one of those situations. Now, take a deep breath. If you are comfortable, Place one or two hands over your heart if you are able, or just close your eyes. Take another deep breath. And allow these next words to move gently through your mind. Cravings are not problems to be solved, but information to use to take care of myself and what my body needs to keep feeling good. Take a moment and really let these words sink into your heart, mind, and soul. Cravings are not problems to be solved, but information to use to take care of myself and what my body needs to keep feeling good. Take another deep breath. And just let yourself be exactly how you are in this moment. In the future, it might help to visualize Pooh's undeniable excitement for a craving his body has. His enthusiasm is infectious and healthy. Pooh gets to enjoy it because he has faithfully fed himself. He trusts his decision. He just needs a smackerel of honey to have a wonderful day. When you honor cravings in a healthy way, it changes everything. 
Why? Because guilt, frustration, or fear no longer get to control food choices when you have faithfully fed your body with what it is asking for in a healthy way. It no longer has to wonder if you are listening. When you wake up in the morning, Pooh, said Piglet at last, what's the first thing you say to yourself? What's for breakfast, said Pooh. What do you say, Piglet? I say, I wonder what's going to happen exciting today, said Piglet. Pooh nodded thoughtfully. It's the same thing, he said. Did you know that eating creates rhythms for our day and is especially essential for women to start their day with food? It's really quite an exciting thing, as Pooh simply reminds us. This quote makes my heart smile. I wish everyone could experience full permission to anticipate breakfast and be just as excited as Pooh. It's important. If you don't fill up your tank in the morning, you'll lack mental and physical energy you need to get through your workout if you do that in the morning, or to get through your work day well. Without fuel, you might survive, but not much more than that. Pooh clearly gets why breakfast is essential. He also encompasses how important food is to our emotional health. Can you imagine how your day would change if you started it with a healthy anticipation to eat food instead of trying to ignore your hunger signals until your clock strikes a certain hour? In fact, research shows that people who don't eat breakfast are more likely to be depressed, anxious, have a high BMI, and a higher risk for diseases including heart disease and diabetes. This is why I love Pooh's wisdom here, because he is connected to his body. He anticipates the joy of having breakfast and sees it as an exciting part of his day. I much prefer the lightness of Pooh's way, and I promise your body does too. It's more fun to talk with someone who doesn't use long, difficult words, but rather short, easy words like, what about lunch, Pooh said. Foo brings motivation, and joyful routines. Do you eat at the same time every day? Do you even know when you eat? Do you check in with your energy and body to see if you need to eat? Who doesn't cut any corners with his simple love of food? To him, the highlight of the day is when he eats, what he eats, and with whom he eats. He's not overthinking it. Many of us have the blessing of easy access to food. That's not the case for everyone. Making any day where you'll have plentiful access to food something to celebrate. When you allow yourself to view the routine of eating regular meals and fueling your body in a joyful way like Pooh does, it really can add comfort to your day and be a consistent bright spot. It also has been shown to decrease binge eating and promote a healthy relationship with food. Having a routine can brighten even the darker, heavier days that seem to be so common these days. Pooh was very wise when he realized he could bring joy to every day through his simple love of food. What would change if you could truly anticipate and welcome the routine of food if you don't and currently experience that? Pooh's shiniest bright spot is honey. For many others, it might be a piece of chocolate or that potato chip we already discussed. When I was getting my master's, I'd count down the tedious hours of science classes until my afternoon break where I'd get to enjoy a bag of cheddar and sour cream ripple potato chips. 
Some people would say I shouldn't have enjoyed those chips. I'd say they also say Pooh shouldn't love honey so much. A healthy cold carrot should do the trick. I couldn't disagree more. My brain and my body could always finish the day after that spark of joy, which is why I graduated and why I'm talking to you today about nutrition. What hard thing do you need a spark of joy to meet head on every day? Try bringing the joy and motivation of food routines back into your life in a happy way, like poo, and see how different your day starts to feel. I believe the joy of food combined with the comfort of routines can help us do hard things. A day without a friend is like a pot without a single drop of honey left inside, Pooh said. Food eases loneliness. Pooh tells us two important things in one simple sentence. How's that for a bear of little brains? He says friends are important and food is important too. I feel like only a smart bear would be able to do that. Life will always bring some time, hopefully brief, when we are alone. And food can be one of the ways we navigate the loneliness this can bring. Comfort food is comforting for a reason. It gives us something to smile about even when things are hard or we are alone. When you're without friends or family to lift you up, Pooh would tell you some honey can be just what's needed. I'd advise any snack or drink that brings your heart joy and feels intentional. Research shows that a lonely person can feel less alone when simply holding a hot cup of tea, proving that food and a feeling of comfort can be physiologically correlated. Have you ever felt that tug that everything might be okay holding a warm drink? That effect is real. It makes so much sense to me that in all the movies during a heavy or sad conversation, some wise person is saying, I'll put on a pot of coffee or tea. Put it in your favorite heavy mug for some extra comfort. Science shows we react even more deeply and favorably to food served in heavy feeling mugs. Perhaps that's another reason Pooh looks so happy every time he lifts up a heavy pot of honey. My favorite thing is coming to visit you, and then you ask, how about a small smack roll of honey, said Pooh. Food bonds people. Every day our life, hopefully, contains food. That's a beautiful thing. It means we have the means to give our body energy to live another day. Food is survival. Think about most of the traditional eating patterns you're aware of. So many of them revolve around eating with others. Sharing food creates an instant bond and is in fact one of our oldest, most time-honored ways of creating bonds with others. On a deeper level, we all have to eat and being able to make a dish and share that with people, especially ones you love, or being able to make or eat a loved one's shared recipe carries a deep connection. Is there a family recipe you've been putting off because current diet culture rules don't deem it healthy enough? I'd encourage you to make it and soak in the feeling of connection it offers while it fuels your body. Not only does eating together matter, but eating the same thing bonds us even more and creates trust more quickly. There's a reason why 
breaking bread together has been around so long. It changes our connections in a meaningful way. When researchers had volunteers listen to someone offering a product testimonial, they had that person offering the testimonial eating something. Volunteers who were given the exact same food to eat were more likely to trust the information in the testimonial than the people who did not eat the same food. Pooh would of course agree very quickly that anyone who loved eating honey like him could absolutely be trusted and was a valuable friend indeed. I don't feel very much like Pooh today, said Pooh. There, there, said Piglet. I'll bring you tea and honey until you do. This beautiful moment, so simple, speaks volumes. Food exists to nourish not only our bodies, but also our souls. Food, or its routines, or its comfort, can help bring us to a balanced, centered place that also takes care of our soul. Piglet recognizes that food brings comfort to a distressed emotional state, and food offers the needed building blocks to help Pooh find himself again. Did you know that food holds power? And it's supposed to? Have you ever been hangry? It's very difficult to be rational, productive, and nice when you're hangry. However, once you eat, suddenly, poof, you can be all of these things again and more. Have you ever been distressed about something? A breakup, the loss of a loved one, or a massive disappointment? Because food is more than just fuel. It is the information for the body, mind, and soul. Something like ice cream or your favorite foods help with hard moments in life. Why? Because food is the building blocks for our brain chemistry that gives us calming and feel-good chemicals in our brain. But it also balances our blood sugar and stabilizes our energy. Your body is really smart. And learning to trust this truth is one of the first steps to changing your relationship with food. This is just one simple example of the power of food and why God made it essential for a life well lived. However, if food is the only tool in your toolbox for soothing hard emotions, that is something I would recommend working with someone to change. Why? Because instead of food being a beautiful support that it's designed to be in hard moments in life, it can in fact cause imbalance and negatively impact your life because it's being used outside of its design. If emotional eating is a daily choice, then learning new ways to cope with daily stress and hard moments is an essential step for a healthy relationship with food and to build stress resilience. What could be more important than a little something to eat, said Pooh. I'm so rumbly in my tumbly, Pooh said. Pooh honors his hunger signal. I think rumbly in my tumbly is one of the cutest ways I've ever heard hunger signals described. Outside of the hundred acre woods, these are also called hunger signals or cues, or a growling stomach. They're how your body lets you know when you should eat. Pooh takes hunger signals very seriously, but we've been taught to ignore them or even to fear them. When you've dieted for years or tried to ignore them, it can be hard to start trusting your body's signals again like Pooh does. 
If you've lost your hunger signals, the effort to find them again is priceless on your journey to wellness. What your body needs is always changing. Our activity level, training for a race versus working long hours at a desk, for example, our stages of life, including things like pregnancy, breastfeeding, perimenopause or menopause, or even a change in our metabolism via illness, muscle loss, or more, will change our energy requirements. Because the amount of energy our body needs will always be changing, knowing you can tune into your hunger cues is a powerful way you can ensure you're giving your body the energy it needs when it needs it. If you've lost your hunger and fullness cues, please know you can get them back. At first, it will take energy to pay attention to what these signals feel like in your body now. But that's okay. Please work with someone if you have disconnected from this important body cue so that you can have as much joyful permission to honor them as poo does. Food is essential to life. Even a little bear of little brain understood that. With simple words, he weaves together not only what we need, but that food is about so much more than, well, food. It is community. It is culture. It is joy. And it is delight. It's rhythms, comfort, and food for the mind, body, and soul. Just think. God made something you need, also something you are designed to find so much delight and joy in. Who knows how wonderful a good meal or snack can be, and you can too. As we close this conversation, I have some final questions for you. Ask yourself, if I was a happy, simple bear like Pooh, what would my favorite food be? Would you forget to eat or nourish yourself if food was simple and enjoyable? Following this conversation, can you think of new ways to use food to release the tension and stress that builds up in your body in healthy and supportive ways? Thanks for joining me for a little whimsical wellness wisdom, where a simple change in perspective shows that food does not need to be as complicated as we make it out to be. Even a silly old bear can understand that. If you've made it to the end, you're amazing. You've chosen to spend a portion of your limited time in life with us in your ears and your brain space, and that's something we're so grateful for. Here's your reminder to be kind to yourself in the process of any change. If someone you know came to mind while you were listening to this podcast, hit share. They'll know you were thinking of them and have the opportunity to learn too. If you enjoy the show and you want to support it, please like it, subscribe to it, share it, or leave us a five-star review. It helps so much more than you know. We're glad you're here, and we're glad you're part of the Critical Conversations community, where together we're learning to ask better questions and choosing to do wellness differently. So Jennifer, I have a joke for you. Really? How many wellness professionals does it take to change a light bulb? Two? (laughs) I don't know. Just one. But the light bulb has to want to change. (laughs) 